The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a Monday edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company from the star in Frisco. It is back and better than ever after the bye week. We've got our normal crew back in the building as well. Patrick Nosey Walker, Isaiah Stanback, I'm hey Kyle Yeomans. The trio is back. The Talking Trio. Mm. Getting things underway here on this Monday. Heading into week number 10. And a rivalry for the ages. The Dallas Cowboys will travel up to Lambeau Field and take on the Green Bay Packers. It's the return of Mike McCarthy for the first time in Lambeau Field. It's been a couple of years, but that's still a big storyline. Everybody's going to hit it, including us at some point this week. But it will be certainly a storyline. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Solid. Fantabulous. How was the bye week? Anybody do anything crazy? Anybody travel to the East Coast or do something like that to maybe go see family, something like that? Mm. I saw some family in uh, in Raleigh, you know. Had fun. Oh, it, you were jet-setting. Yeah, it never lasts as Private, long huh? as you wanted to last. Yeah. Which, I mean, it'll never last as long as I wanted to last because I never wanted to end. Yeah. You see that paradox? Yeah. Yeah, so. Um, but, yeah, got back in uh, late last night and. We're back to the ground, baby, just like the Cowboys this week. Back you took a little bit of time away from from the Twitterverse, which was nice, I'm mm-hmm. sure. I, I kind of tried to do the same thing, but, yeah, that doesn't necessarily work out. Constant break from Yeah, Twitterverse. Isaiah's <laughs> never on Twitter, yeah. so he's on Twitter when he needs to be. He, he, he chimes, you get a gif, and that's it. Chimes in and have his back and forth <laughs> with one particular listener. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, if Isaiah like, is, Isaiah's the tweeter that <laughs> comes in and just only throws – Hot fire. Just gifs. Yeah, just that's boom. It. That's yeah. it. And that's all he does. He gets in and gets up. I'm in yep. and out. In and out. He doesn't insurgent. even see the reply. Yeah, I'm insurgent. Gets in, gets in and gets up. <laughs> I'm a freaking insurgent. <laughs> you're a Twitter assassin. Yeah. yeah. You come in and roast somebody and then you're then gone. I'm gone. Exactly. That's it. You're exactly. out. Dylon style. Dylon. 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 Isaiah, what'd you do over the break? Man, I worked on the house. Yeah? Mm. Yeah. Nice. I got a shed, so I had a bunch of house stuff that hadn't got tended to. So you I, said you were going to hit that. Yeah. This week. Did you it. get to it? You're doggone right. I got to it. Yeah. Took me two days to get Come the in. shed organized, get all the patio stuff cleaned up and organized and pressure washed and everything. So now have another living space at the house. You have to pay no extra addition, additional money. Just more place yeah, to watch film. Yeah. Get away from my kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. Don't dad, tell them. Don't the tell dad them. Shit. Exactly. Dad uh, shit. Have y'all put up Christmas decorations yet? No. What? I looked at them because I had to put stuff in the yeah. attic yesterday. I looked at them and I thought about taking said, them down. I was like, heck no. Nah. I'm not taking not, that down not yet. Not even considering yeah, the Christmas day after Thanksgiving. You give me some ham and, and sweet potato pie on my plate. Like then, Once I'm done with Thanksgiving, then we'll talk about it. See, I'm such a Thanksgiving stand. I have this conversation every year with my fiance that she, I mean, hers is November 1st. Hmm. Like Christmas music nope. on, nope. the pillows are out, like nope. everything's just there. Hmm. And uh, yeah, no, I'm not, no. I'm not really no. there. I like Thanksgiving. I'm okay with celebrating what you want to celebrate because go out, be happy, especially nowadays. Do what you want to do, be happy. However, Thanksgiving needs its, its due diligence. Yes. That is the, one of the best holidays of the year. Yeah. Listen, so. I'm going to hit you with the DQ quote, the Dan Quinn. Be where your feet are, Ooh. okay? Let's not look too far deep. ahead. Yeah, let's not look too far ahead. Let's enjoy the moment. And in the moment we're approaching Thanksgiving, this is a month of thanks. Let's let's use that as such. And, you know, it's uh, the climax of it is when we get two, three, four plates of heavenly goodness in front mm. of us. And then, and then, then and only then... Mm. As I'm in my food coma, mm-hmm. will I begin considering? Are you cooking? I, I can get I can get in there. I, yeah. I, know, I mean, I know I can you can, I, but yeah. are you going to? It's That's a discussion. discussion. <laughs> Kyle, a discussion. Your, you and your fiance, who, who's, gonna, who's, I'm who's the, planning on doing the cooking? I'm the cook. You're the cook. Yeah, last night I made, and I was actually going to show you this recipe. I made a protein pasta. Hmm. 
Protein pasta, it is 51 grams of protein per serving, oh, wow. only 210 calories, mm. and it's uh, it was only like 10 carbs. Is it made out of quinoa, black bean? What is it? No, it's I, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's just awesome. protein pasta, like but it's it. it's almost like ham, it's homemade hamburger helper, but it's healthy. Nice. Okay, it's really good. That does I'll give it to you. It's yeah. it got like uh, it's got like enchilada sauce in it. Yeah. We did oven baked pizza last night. Nice. Yeah, it was like really good. It. Now that we have our patio space back. Yeah, he did, did some oven baked pizza last yeah. night. And then we got we, we can't you get past the- Thanksgiving because not not today, but as we approach Thanksgiving, we got to have the you know the the perennial argument of turkey versus ham, and mm. you know turkey. I make, I make two we, different variations. Are we of going turkey. oven turkey? Are we deep frying turkey? Like those are the conversations that need to be had eventually. Like yeah. we can't skip over November. I'm, I'm pretty and, sure and that I'm the only vegetarian that makes two different turkeys. Really? He deep fries it too. You see the guys. Smoked. You see the guys on TikTok that are like dropping yeah. things and and it's yeah. like blowing up. That's Isaiah. No, definitely. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely. <laughs> well, you were you were not until he got to the punchline. <laughs> no, I'm, not, he I'm said, not doing that. Like, yeah. He said yeah. you know, the whole time. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. All right, let's talk Cowboys here for a little bit. It's, it's the bye week. We've got a little bit more time to kill, so we're going to talk about Thanksgiving and whatever. But Cowboys got the bye week. Uh, we didn't get a chance, at least with this crew, to talk about what happened at the trade deadline, mm. and I want to get to it mm-hmm. because. We hit it with Brian. We hit it with Nate. And the trade deadline was disappointing for a lot of Cowboys Nation. It really was, including Isaiah Stanback, who is bopping his uh, microphone the, at the time. I don't have my read anymore. I- <laughs> don't have the SLR anymore. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah, I, I want to get y'all's thoughts on the trade deadline. Mm. Was it as disappointing as it was made out to be from a, a lot of Cowboys fans? Or was it just the, the right deal didn't go through and – Thus, no move happened, Isaiah. I am ill disappointed. You're disappointed? Yes. Why is that? Because last year, we had a perfect example of Dallas being in a really good position. Really good. Really good position going into the playoffs. And you're feeling good. You're feeling confident. Offense is at the top of the league. Defense is is at the highest turnover margin in the league. I mean, things are going great, right? And then you just didn't have enough. You, you, just, you just knew that you needed something more. You felt good going into the yeah. playoffs, but then once you got to the playoffs, you're like, oh, crap, mm-hmm. we, we need more people, right? So hold, now all of a sudden, guess what? Things are going good. Mm-hmm. You've overcome the greatest form of adversity that you could uh, imagine that you would face this year. You're in a good position, right? Record is good. You're looking at the rest of your schedule. You're like, oh, yeah, we feel good about this. Why not ensure that you have more people when you have last year to remember that you didn't have enough people? You had a chance to pull the trigger on some people. I would imagine I'm not gonna not gonna guess and speculate and all that jazz, but there were guys, mm-hmm. okay, teams that are planning on being competitive in the playoffs, made moves to 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 strategically position themselves to have more people and have more weapons and have more goons when the time comes that matters most. When you need to win three three four games, that's when it. That's when you have those guys there. Yeah, and Dallas didn't do it. That's not to say that they didn't try. I don't know. I'm not in those meetings. They tried. I'm sure they tried. tried. I'm sure they tried. So did the Green Bay Packers. They tried too, but it didn't happen. Okay, <laughs> so at the end of the day, you're stuck with the same guys, and that's okay. Dallas has some guys. I would have liked for them to be aggressive, step outside of themselves. Outside of what the organization typically does, mm-hmm. where they say, "Oh, you know, we got to make sure we protect our future. Hey, we got to make sure we keep our draft picks. Oh, we got to, you know, we got we got the guys. You do got the guys, but get another guy. They go out there and just dominate." Okay, I'll say this, and I'll I'll try to do it without hogging the mic, so to speak. I like the attempt because attempts plural attempts plural because. Not all attempts are created equal. Mm-hmm. So if it was simply them putting out a fielder to the Houston Texans, for example, if it was just a fielder, that's disappointing. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a fielder. It was a full-blown conversation that had legs and had traction. And I kind of said this on Media Mash after the fact. I said, I wonder, and it turns out that I was right, I wonder if, uh, and we can't say the player's name, but in conversations with the Houston Texans for player X, if those conversations kind of went left after player Y from Pittsburgh was traded mm-hmm. and that, that price was set. And as it turns out, reportedly, Houston wanted a second and a fourth for player X, and they refused to eat a single penny of a fully guaranteed $18 million salary that's coming due. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. Right. So, no. no. Um, reports have come out that the organization – Took a swing uh, towards Denver for Jerry Judy. Mm-hmm. 
that conversation had a little bit of traction, but the, the price couldn't be uh, agreed upon. So I don't think that this was – well, I'm pretty confident this wasn't a situation where the Cowboys were just kind of putting out feelers to give the – uh, the illusion that hey we're trying I, they actually were, we're trying and these the prices that were being set yeah. and paid I'm out on that yeah I'm out on that especially when I would and, here, and here's your segue especially when you have free agents mm. out there that and, and <laughs> so maybe if said free agent wasn't available we'll get to him in a few seconds yeah then maybe you're wi- a little bit more willing to just break that bank but. No. That notwithstanding, I'm not paying those See, prices. So like, that, I'm just that, not. It almost irritates me that they were willing to have the conversations with those teams about those particular – about that one – let's go with the Texans. Okay? Okay. No name. Player Play X. X. Okay, yeah. the Texans. I was actually disgusted that they were having those conversations. Okay, I'm the guy sitting here saying that I wish they would have pulled the trigger on somebody, mm-hmm. whether offensively, defense, whatever. I'm, 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 I'm the guy sitting here saying that. But if they would have got that guy, I would have been hot. I'd Why? Have been hot. Well, because uh, you just let a guy go. Last year, oh yeah. So I would have been well, hot. Well, we, we, you, I think we can agree yeah, that yeah. The, that guy should. So, 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 so don't, don't, don't go talking. Yeah, yeah. Don't go talking to them about their guy. Yeah, we agree who cost the same they, amount as yeah, our guy yeah, that yeah. we had. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you had a guy who was in the building, is, who was doing his job, correct. being quiet, being a leader, being effective, underutilized, mm-hmm. and you let him go, and you're gonna go talk to somebody who's making the same amount. Don't do that. All right. Don't do that. Which is why the only way it would have worked, and I 100, we, we were the, yes. on the same page, which is why, and I said this on Twitter, the only way it would have worked for me, um, first of all, second and fourth, if that holds true. That's a lot. Pick a middle finger. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> um, but, on, but on top of that, um, to not eat any of that $18 million, no, just just absolutely not. Because, like like Isaiah is saying, I mean, if, you, if you're willing to bring on a fully guaranteed 18, then the question immediately becomes, why? What? Why? Michael Jackson style. Yeah. You why? said, huh? Why? Yeah. So an 18? Yeah. yeah. 18 and yeah, a second. What? It would be, it would pick, be one of those moves one. where <laughs> every ounce of Cowboys Nation would have oh. said, you were wrong. The, oh, crap, yes. From the, from You had just admitted that from you were wrong. Yep. From the get-go. So, from the get-go. Now, if the price was different, then that's a completely different conversation. But for that price, no, I agree. Also, now hindsight twenty twenty, when Brandon Cook, excuse me, sorry, player <clears throat> X couldn't get uh, <clears throat> traded, mm-hmm. then you turn around and all of a sudden he's not playing the next day. I mean, that, that that's a problem. That it, means he he's not in the right headspace to be playing. Well, he's pissed. In the league. Sure, he's pissed because yeah. he thought little, he could go to a contender. Yeah, they have. Yeah, what, 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 was it six months ago you just signed? <laughs> Big deal. Big boy contract. Right. So you, shh, quiet. Right. <laughs> you just shut and, it down. And, and the Cowboys weren't the only team calling about no. it. So, I mean, exactly. the Houston Texans were in a situation where they had an out in an, a situation that's devolving rapidly, just unraveling in front of them, and they could have gotten something for it. But, you know, it's like my grandma used to, my late grandma used to say, you're smelling yourself. Mm. And you're smelling yourself. You should have been more reasonable. Uh, <laughs> you know. Like I told you guys before, that front office, I, I know that front office because the individual that runs that front Texas. office was my receivers coach mm. slash GM in mm-hmm. New England. So any negotiating with him is going to be very, very difficult. Well, so he might have found himself in a, yeah. in a little bit of a pickle. It'll be interesting <laughs> to see how it all plays out because it's not a pretty situation. And, and now you know we'll see if they end up parting ways with player X and, yeah. and not getting anything. Out the deal. So yeah, how about dumbass. that? That'd be crazy. <laughs> but uh, but there are other options on the table. There are. So we've talked about it on this show we before, did. and I don't think the answer was resounding yes to go and get this guy, but it has been reported by not. multiple sources at the moment that Odell Beckham Jr. is firmly on the Cowboys' radar. That is the report. Mm-hmm. You've heard murmurs. We've we've seen the list. We've seen the guys. You strike out on the trade deadline on finding a receiver that could add to this receiving core with C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, uh, potentially James Washington coming back into the fold soon, Jalen Tolbert, and so on and so forth. You, you forgot his wide receiver one. Oh, Simi Fajoko? No, Noah. Oh, Noah Brown. That's the, fair. The disrespect. Yeah, sorry. Very disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> what does the trade deadline change your mind? Yeah. No. About Odell Beckham Jr. No, yes, no. Um, (laughs) Wait. No. Wait, what? So, does my statements from last week, okay, prior to you guys firing me for two days uh, to another podcast, I had to kick you off. uh, It was (laughs) reprimanded. I think that he is an exceptional player. I think he is a generational player. 
I think he's overcome a lot in his career. No doubt. Physically, mentally, emotionally. Um, I think that he's going to make an impact for whatever team he goes to if if he's healthy. The, my concerns with that particular individual are the leadership qualities. And as we talk about a room that lost a leader and seemingly still doesn't have one from what we can see, mm-hmm. I, I have hesitation in acquiring somebody who has had issues in that regard. So if you have <laughs> if you have a little grease fire mm-hmm. going on in, in your in your pan, okay, okay. And, and that we call the receiver room, mm-hmm. just a little, it's a little grease fire, but it's, it's manageable. Okay, don't pour water on it. Don't pour water on it mm-hmm. because you think that pouring water on it is gonna is gonna put out your fire. And you learned the hard way. You learned the hard way that pouring water on a grease fire, Kyle, sparks that thing up. Oh yeah. So why do that? So you're left in a scenario where it's like, crap, we didn't pull the trigger on any. And now he, he, who has the leverage now? We couldn't find the fire extinguisher. He has the leverage. We couldn't find the fire extinguisher, right, before it got crazy. Right? We don't have no flour. All we got now is freaking water. And we got a grease fire. What are you going to do with it, No C? You better, better rub some dirt on that thing. <laughs> you better find some dirt. Throw it outside. Uh, throw it out the ba- off the balcony. Let's just let's put it plainly. Let's state it plainly when it comes to OBJ. Um, this is not a knock on him as a human being. He's a good, he's a good dude. Yep. He really is a good dude. Um, this is most certainly not a knock on his skill set. Skill set is phenomenal. 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 Um, but it goes to fit. It's the fit there. We talked about it before the trade deadline as this being a possible scenario. Um, and for me, if he's not getting his targets, I wonder if the dark side of OBJ shows up. The, the guy who wants the ball, throw me the ball. And you're not coming into a situation where you're WR1. You're not coming into a situation where you're WR2. You are coming into a situation where you're fighting with Noah Brown, facts, for the love of Dak Prescott. And Noah has the inside track having been here for so many years. Now, I'm not saying he can't beat out Noah Brown. I think, arguably, he has a much better skill set. Yes, um, yeah. But then you also have to throw into the uh, mix – not only that, because if you're fighting for wide receiver three slash four reps, that means you're not on the field for 100% of the reps as you would see a CeeDee Lamb or Michael Gallup or near it. Um, but also, hashtag keep that energy. For those that are wondering how long it would take Michael Gallup to get back to top form after tearing his ACL, well, Michael Gallup is in his 20s with one ACL tear. This is a 30-year-old with two ACL tears, and he will be coming in on the back half of the season. So you might not even see him reach top form until closer to the playoffs, which matters most. That's that's great. But that might not even time up correctly because he's not getting it. You know, Isaiah, the more you need more game reps, mm-hmm. more game reps. But if he's fighting for three or four, then the game reps yeah. dwindle a bit. It's he's, just he's, too many concerns. Could he make an impact if they yeah. brought him in and, so and figured it out? Yeah, so yeah, that's absolutely. the argument, right? So the argument is, will he be impactful? And mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. If the Dallas Cowboys went if that route, healthy. absolutely. If he's healthy, and getting his if targets. he's in the mindset, <laughs> in, in the right mind frame, right? Nobody knows, all right? I'm not at OB. I'm not his, his, yeah. in his, at his house. I don't know what his mindset is. Yeah. So maybe he's a lot more willing now understanding maybe the situation. He's on the Jason is. Peters train. Exactly, right? Maybe. So we don't know. We maybe. only go off of history. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he very well might have the right mindset. Mm-hmm. And we he very well might be healthy enough at that point in time. If those are things come together, then you're adding a valuable asset, a valuable weapon at the time. Up. He'll be hitting the ground running by the time that you need him to be hitting the ground running, right? That's why you would acquire somebody right. like that for the you playoff have to run. Be right now. Okay, your your regular season's going just fine. Okay, so all those things add up to be positives. It's just the question mark on the what if. And I don't think it's a negative on I don't, on OBJ. I think it's passion. I've been around some very passionate receivers. I've played with Randy Moss and I've played with Terrell Owens. Those guys are very passionate receivers. Just a little bit. Just a little bit, okay? <laughs> they don't they, they perceive that as problem guys because they're so passionate about their craft. They want to be impactful. They don't want to just be a guy on the field. I think that's the same category OBJ's in, not at the Hall of Fame. I'm not saying that. I'm saying in terms of passion yeah, for true. the game. I'm saying he wants to have an impact on the game. He doesn't want to just be freaking present, right? He wants to actually get the ball. He wants to do something with the ball. He wants to have a positive impact on the outcome of the game. And that's the type of player you're talking about. He's not a okay just collecting a check. He's not okay just being a decoy. He's not okay just lining up however many reps a game and not having a true impact, getting two, three catches. So that's the individual you're bringing in, and you have to understand, and I'm sure they do, 
what type of personality that is, that you're bringing him into a room that doesn't have clear direction right now because the guy that you're asking to be number one, I think they're starting to realize we put too much weight on him. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a good thing. Uh, what you're telling me about OBJ and, and his passion and his wants, that's what I feel like is missing in this wide receiver okay. room. I'm not necessarily the saying, yeah, you need some of that. And personality, I feel like, is the wrong word. But that fire. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a good one. we kept him as the grease pan, the fire right yeah. there that's mm-hmm. that's going on. I think he could be that fire. He could add to that. I don't know if it's immediately a move that the Cowboys would make and then automatically they're better. That I, I don't think that should be the expectation if they were to make a move like mm-hmm. this. But would they be a better wide receiving core Absolutely. from top to bottom? Absolutely. Yeah. The answer I is, they would is be. yes. And and here's how you get me to buy in fully on this. And we won't know. And we would not know until, until slash unless it actually happens. Yep. If if OBJ is more in the Jason Peters fold, obviously different position. So Jason Peters, you, you can't rotate guys in on the offensive line like that. We talked about that. Set your offensive line. Wide receiver core is much different, right? That's that's a free-for-all, right? You go in there, you produce, you you get your reps. Meritocracy. It's a tr- one of the true meritocracy meritocracies at, at position in, in football. So if OBJ can come in and he says, you know what? I know I'm 30. I know I'm coming off of a, a second torn ACL. I know that at least at the top two spots on your on your wide receiver core, you have that locked. I'm going mm-hmm. to come in and try to fight for some of those reps, but I get it. You don't think he can fight for the number two spot? At that point in the uh, season, OBJ, yeah, I don't, at that point in the season, it's, it's, no, it's, it's not it's, like it's, Michael Gallup's played ten games healthy by that point, though. I mean, he's only been around for a couple. But of you, weeks. you're starting to see him and Dak make connections. Now. Sure, so that, okay. their chemistry is coming back. It's a fair point. Connection between Lamb and Dak, they're coming back. You saw it in the Lions game, or the, one of the Bears, I should say. Um, and again, going back to what I said, you know, second torn ACL, you're going to have to give him several games. You might not get prime OBJ until late December, going into January. You may if never he, get prime OBJ, you, and, yeah. and, and that's a possibility. You may never get prime OBJ. So all of this has to be a part of the discussion, and as long as he understands that and the expectation is set correctly and he comes in saying, you know what, I'm I'm – I'm going to try my best to compete for one and two, but realistically, if I can do my best and I'm producing enough to get three, then okay, you're not going to hear anything from me. But then you get the fire from him kind of pushing everybody and just his presence. Do you think Dallas has the money to pay him? Yes. Yeah. I don't. I do, but his price is going up because the Absolutely. trade deadline is passed and they're not the only Absolutely. team that are going to be. Yeah. Like you That's said, his leverage that. is his going leverage up. Is, his, he yeah. has, he's, the, he's number one. When you go out there in a free agent market, you say, okay, yeah, now we're past the trade deadline. We want to add more weapons to Every our team in the league that needs a wide receiver is going to has help. had an interest in OBJ. Absolutely. Now what helps them out is uh, because – and I'm of the mindset – well, I was until uh, last night's game – that Los Angeles was still in play. Whew. I don't know that he wants to go into that situation now. Yeah. Um, but one of the other top teams that I, I figured would be in on him <laughs> would be Kansas City. But Kansas City, they trade for Kadarius Tony, So Done. maybe they feel Boom. like that's – okay, so yep. Kansas City's off the map now. Now you're going up against teams like Green Bay, and they're – they don't feel like their season's Talk about over, being but they feel out. like they gotta make a move, and they might be willing to overpay to get OBJ up there. So you talk about say, a desperate, uh, desperate that's, team. That's price why, that's price why of the brick is going up. I don't think <laughs> unless he really just wants to play here. Listen, but that might, but that might be the case. My question is to you guys, my, my Dallas historians: How has Dak done with that type of personality? Dez is really the only thing I can think of. Mm-hmm. But he and Dez, they clicked. got along very sure. well. Okay. Very well. Now, of course, at the same time, that was um, that was rookie Dez, Dak. Yeah, that was rookie Dak versus Alpha Dez. Yep. Right? It wasn't Alpha Dak versus Alpha Dez. So it's different. But now it's Alpha Dak. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's an interesting, interesting dynamic. But, I mean, like you said, do, do the Cowboys have the money to pay him? Absolutely. They have more than enough salary cap to, to get him in for the, you know, the finish. To outbid other teams. To outbid mathematically, yes. Okay. The willingness has to come into play, though. Because, That's a big thing. Because when you, again, and I say this name, Green Bay, they're in dire straits. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you better believe Aaron Rodgers, even though it was. <laughs> Back in that thing, even, that though the, right, even though the loss against the Lions was largely Aaron Rodgers' fault. Yes. Yeah. He is in that front office right now throwing chairs. Get me somebody. Get me somebody. Get me somebody. So that's who you're going up against. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, OBJ is sitting at home like Marlo from The Wire. Price of the bricks going up. Yeah. 
<laughs> no doubt about that. All right, interesting conversation. I'm sure we'll touch on it throughout the week in news and notes and give you some updates along the way. But when we come back, class is in session. We've got Patrick Nosey Walker and Professor Stanback. We are giving grades on the first half of the season when we come back with more Talking Cowboys. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America NA Equal Housing Lender Credit and Collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to talking Cowboys. All right, guys, this is right up your alley. Two icons on one night. Music legends Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks will perform at AT&T Stadium on Saturday, April 8th, 2023. Tickets will go on sale Friday, November 11th. That's this Friday, everybody. At SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. So big Stevie fun. Nicks, Billy Joel, which one got you the gasp like that? I don't know. Both. Both? Yeah, they both. I love me some Billy. They're both legends. Love I mean. me some Billy Joel, but Stevie is the goddess. He's like, little. I am legitimately excited. Goddess. Ex- I am legitimately excited to be able to see Stevie Nicks in concert. Mm. That's a bust. So you're are you going. going? Are you going to wear your hat? got it. Because I'm, I'm a huge Stevie Nicks fan, but also Fleetwood <laughs> Mac as well. I don't even know who Stevie Nicks is. I'm never going to lie. Okay, Fleetwood Mac. She's she's the one of the singers for Fleetwood, Fleetwood. Mac. And yeah. then she had a solo You don't know who Fleetwood Mac is? Oh, we got to have a conversation. I grew up in the hood. What is this? Okay, <laughs> never mind. That's fair. <laughs> what is and I And I didn't expand. No, I don't know. Uh, I don't, you, you from the South, though. Brother. You from the, the South, though. That's different. I grew up in the Northwest, my brother. West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't have Dr. Dre beat to it, I probably didn't know what it was. Probably didn't hear it. <laughs> Speaking of uh, a beat to it, did you see Isaiah's uh, hype video from this week? I did not. He was the voice of the Washington Huskies hype video. I like it. was pretty sweet. Go check it out. Did you go full Michael Irvin? Oh, bro. Oh. Michael. Including the acid wash. Mike needs to come watch film. You know what I'm saying? Michael's got some work to do. I don't know. Mike. He was really good. I didn't spit on the T. I didn't spit on the screen like Mike. He had the hood up. He he had the the swinging like boxing bags, the punching bags in the back. I filmed it myself too. What you know about that? Mike ain't never filmed it himself. Come at me, Mike. They didn't send you a camera? Playmaker. No. The challenge has been set. Challenge has been set, Playmaker. Let's go, Playmaker. It looked good. I like you it. You want some? Go check it out. <laughs> it's on your Instagram, right? Did you it's on my on IG, Instagram? yeah. It's okay. on my IG. Y'all, y'all check out me. Uh, check me out on IG. Where am I at? I stand back, something like that? Yeah, I stand back. I stand back, yeah. Uh, all right. 
Time to grade the first half of the season. Yeah, listen to Stephen next, please. First half of the season, I want three grades, A to F. Okay. On three guys. We're going to start with Dan Quinn. Defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys, based off of your expectations and the way they've been met to this point in the season at the six and two Dallas Cowboys. Patrick, we'll start with you. Um, you know, even with the expectations being sky high, he's a, he's found a way to exceed them. Uh, so I, I'm going to give him the A plus. I wish I could just go ahead and give him magnum cum laude because because good grief, Dan Quinn. So so absolute A. <laughs> so plus. A with honors. Yeah, A with honors. <laughs> a valedictorian. Just give him just the cord and everything, man. Dan Quinn, A plus 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 plus. A plus plus plus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, DQ's my dog. Yeah. You know, that's my guy. So, uh, but I'm going with A minus. Mm. I'm going with the A minus. I'm leaving a little, little, little space in there. You know what I'm saying? No, see, the reason why I'm leaving a little space is because we knew that last year there was a problem stopping the run, and this first half of the season, it still hasn't been resolved. So even though he's might, he's, he, I'm, I'm pretty sure of it. He's made efforts to try to negate that hole that was mm-hmm. in the defense. Right? It still hasn't happened. So just like you were talking about. Dallas making efforts, just like you talk about Green Bay making efforts, and you know, saying with the free agency, we don't give out doggone effort, <laughs> effort awards around here. Okay, so DQ's my dog; he knows it, and that's why he went out there and got bit Hankins. Okay, and there's Hankins. gonna be Hankins. some Hankins. All right, uh, <laughs> but I can't give him an A plus because they are still being exposed on the Russian side of things. I'm sure that will improve, but to date, that's still the way that you attack the Dallas Cowboys. That's fair. I, I just need Jonathan Hank every time we yeah, say his name on this you. show. Moving forward, <laughs> that is how he is being referred to. Uh, okay, I'm, I think I'm right there with you. A minus okay. because okay. he's been fantastic. Dan Absolutely. Quinn has just kept offenses off balance. There hasn't been a game to this point in the season where you can point at it and say the defense lost you the game. Maybe Philadelphia, there was a little bit of a m- m- murmur there with the the back end of it and. I still I, I put that, that game. I, I put that on the on the offense, put it on the quarterback, mm-hmm. put it on the offense. Absolutely. All right. So a minus a minus a plus 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 plus, which is fine. What about Kellen Moore, offensive coordinator? Where would you put him at? Because it's definitely not a plus 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 no, plus. No, it's not. I mean, there's a little bit more of a you know, it, pause there. Th- this would have been a failing grade as recently oh. as two weeks ago. Wow. A uh, failing grade? It would have been a failing grade. As like, like, talking like, like a D or like a yeah, straight up like F? A, uh, Are we talking about grad school or undergraduate? It, grad. Grad. So it's a C. Yeah, we had, a, we had a grad. So C. C's not passing in grad school. There you go. It okay, so that's it would have been below us. I was always told C's get degrees. So, I mean. <laughs> I'm not in grad school. <laughs> we're at the grad you should have seen my stress level when I, when I heard we, that. We talk about expectations, oh my God. right? Talk about expectations. We expect these guys to perform at the grad school level, right? Um, it would have been a D mm. as recently as two weeks ago. Because he 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 got away from the run in week one, it cost it helped cost the team that loss mm-hmm. or that that game. He went to the run week three, week two, week three, stuck with it. Great, started to buoy, started to go up. Um, went back down because he got away from it again, you know, so forth and so on. So Lions first half stunk up the joint just mm-hmm. offensively, but from the second half all the way through the Bears game in totality, for the, the most Bears. part, he's 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 out of sea now. He's, he's at a seat now. I've seen enough where I still have concern going forward as far as his commitment to the run and not you know, getting too creative in situations where he shouldn't. But I've also seen enough where I'm confident he can get the job done uh, schematically and really tear up some offenses, especially as this offensive personnel, Dak, and his receivers start to get jailed and uh, James Washington comes back, maybe OBJ, whatever. Yeah, OBJ so, signed and he's so a part of the let's team. let's say yeah. C. Uh, C right now for me. Okay. Isaiah? I'm going to go with a C. Right there. And since we're talking about grad school. C from no C. Hey, there yeah, you go. C from no C. I'm going to pass that it. C on Congrats, to Congrats, dude. You got it. There you go, bro. Yeah. There you I'm going to pass that C on to Kellen Moore. I like Kellen Moore. I have high expectations for Kellen Moore. Kyle, more than anybody knows that I'm always on Kellen Moore's head just no because doubt. I know what he's capable of. Mm-hmm. I, I think we all we're pretty critical on this show of Kellen Moore. Absolutely, we'll I give him his flowers when they're due. But for the most part, even when Rob and Heckma were on this show, and then now no C kind of adds to it. Mm-hmm. We're critical of Kellen Moore because he's not perfect. No. Nor has he been, but he can be better. Yeah, he can be, he could be amazing. He's fighting his, his own. bar. Yeah. So he fights himself. He fights himself. 
And, and, and that's the re- I mean, he's still doing that. I think he's matured. I think he's slow trickling his bag, like we talked about over the past year or two. You know, he used to just dump it out. You know, we talked about him dumping out all his the Legos. Legos. Yep. <laughs> you know, he's he's slowly taking them out. He's showing restraint, but he's still he's still taking the Legos out the bag, and his hands are shaking as he puts it down because he really just wants to dump it out. But he's trying to pull back a little bit. <laughs> I I have to give him a C just because the enough inconsistency. Uh, the inconsistency in this offense. And I understand everybody's going to say, oh, well, we just got Dak back. I get it. Okay, I get it. But you talk about week one when you had Dak. Mm, didn't look good. Yeah. Okay, We talked about Dak as soon as he came back. Ooh, we pushed it a little bit too close, right? There was a couple plays in there, two to three plays that we whew, just got to wipe your brow a little bit because you got a little lucky and the game would have been totally different just because you're being so overly aggressive, overly confident, as Dak Prescott would describe it. Okay, And then you come up there and you beat up on the Bears. Okay, you beat up on the Bears. All right, good, good talk. Um, I can't give more because the receivers haven't done more. Mm-hmm. I can't give more because they haven't been in position to do more. I can't give more because the running game is just now starting to figure itself out. This, From where this offense fell last year to where they are now, it's a C. If I was grading it just on this year, I'd probably give it a B-. minus. Man, see, I, I still land on C, but I, I see, I see. I still going. think I'd be yeah, a C right if it's yeah, this year right alone. There. But yeah, with the context of knowing what they were last year, I'd I'd be inclined to give them a D. Oh, yeah, that's uh. rough. Even even though it's it losing Cooper is not his call. No, you you take a thousand <sighs> yard receiver. That's a good point. I, yeah, that's not that's yeah, not that's on not him, or at least call. from what we know, it, it might not right. be on him. Yeah. I think it would be probably more so on the head coach in the front office right. for a move like that. A D? No. I, I think you got to adjust in the In context, yeah. going from where they were last year to now, yeah. But with it being just straight this year, I'd give them a C-. minus. So Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. I'd give them C-. I don't entirely disagree. I just feel like there, we should put a little bit of a, a curve on that because let's assume it wasn't his call to get rid of Cooper. The team has already stated, and we already knew this, they tried to retain Cedric Wilson, but the bigger bag in Miami mm. cost them Cedric yeah. Wilson. <laughs> you lost them. two of your top receivers, right? You had like you didn't have four. You had like this – I mean, you didn't have like three like most people thought. You had like this four-headed monster yeah, for true. the most part. You lost two of those. Yeah. And then you look at Kellen Moore and you say – Technically three if you want to talk about Michael Gallup through an entire offseason. Right. Yeah. So, and then you look at Kellen Moore and you say, I want what you gave me last year. Yeah. It's good. Uh, no, it's a good point. Yeah. So, with all of that being said, what about Mike McCarthy? Where would you grade Mr. McCarthy, head coach, making his return back to his old stomping grounds, Lambeau Field this week, Isaiah? It's, it's a hard one. It's hard to, it's hard to rate a, a head coach that seemingly has a really good, you know, coordinators underneath him. It's really difficult. Um, you just gave one of them a C. Cool. One of the coordinators. Yeah, I mean, but he's still really good. He mm-hmm. just hasn't shown it, you know, from last year. Killing, you mean. Killing. Yeah. Um, I'm inclined to give McCarthy – I'm inclined to give him an A+. Plus. Wow. See, mm. because, I mean, what he and the staff has overcame this year, mm-hmm. to hold that ship together, to keep these guys focused, I know the feeling in locker rooms when you lose your – you know, you, you're one of your main players, not even necessarily your quarterback, but one of your main dogs. You Alpha know? Dak. Yeah. Alpha I mean, Dak. when you lose that, I mean, you talk about Alpha the camaraderie, Dak. you talk about the outlook, you talk about the inspiration, all those kind of things go down the freaking shoot, right? Fans felt it. This locker room didn't show it. So something within this organization kept them afloat. Something that's going on in that locker room kept them focused, kept them dialed in, kept them detail-oriented, and they overcame. And now that they have their guys back, we're seeing the outcome of it, right? So I have no choice but to give them an A plus because I've seen nothing else to take anything away from them. I'll I'll give them the A. I'll take the plus away. I'll give him an A for everything that Isaiah just said. Um, but again, to echo his point, you lose, and to echo his point, but also to build upon the point that I just made in losing Amari Cooper and losing Cedric Wilson. Uh, the ladder to free agency, and you definitely weren't expecting that. And then yeah. the organization and McCarthy, they look at Kellen Moore and they say, hey, we need the same type of you know prolific offense. And Kellen couldn't do it, right? So then they lose QB1, Alpha Dak, for several games. And 
on top of this. This is all happening following what had to be the biggest migraine of an offseason in McCarthy's career. And I know it's arguable because of what was happening in Green Bay before he departed. But oh, let's say it's one of the most the biggest migraines. Okay. Because all he's heard all offseason, Sean Payton rumors. And then when Dan Quinn was retained, and then the comments from Jerry Jones about, of course, everybody wants to coach the Cowboys. And if you're McCarthy, you're like, come on. like What's a guy got to do? Mm-hmm. Like, can I at least get to the season and prove myself? And then just last week, we're talking about McCarthy arguably being in the conversation. Probably won't win, but justifiably, he's in the conversation for head coach of the year right yeah. now because of what he was able to keep the Cowboys from doing, which was steer it into the iceberg. Add the plus bag. Right? <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to add the plus bag. Do it. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> Here, here's why I won't add the plus bag. Only because I feel like those times this season when Ken Lamore should have gotten this pow-pow spanked. Mm. We one or two of those times it didn't happen, it should have, and maybe the Cowboys only have one loss, right? Mm. I'm talking about Philadelphia, right? That's why they lost, lost against Philadelphia. You saw Cooper Rush was not having a good – matter of fact, let's call it what it was. He was having a really bad, bad game, mm. and you kept tasking him with throwing the ball. And by the time you figured out you should be running, if Mike McCarthy, by the time Mike McCarthy went in there and, and spanked the pow-pow, yeah, they started to come back, but too little – too late. Defense started. Do you really think they were going to beat Philly? That, that, I, that they game? could have. Yeah, they could have. Absolutely, they could have. I think they could have too in that yeah. game specifically, so, but they didn't. So, so. right. So Philly's the a, better team at this point. Agree to disagree. So a, <laughs> I'll, I'll delete the plus only because I love how Mike McCarthy has You're a plus thief. kept kept the locker room uh, afloat and he's held Kellen Moore accountable, but hold him accountable one more time. Mm. You're going to get that plus back. <laughs> You'll get that plus yeah. back. Uh, I'll make mine quick. I, I think you take a look at some of the teams that the Cowboys have a better record than. Tampa Bay, they've got their quarterback just fine. I mean, t- he's had a rough year, but still got their quarterback. Seattle, they don't have their quarterback from last year. They've been balling out with Geno Smith, but you're still better than they are. Uh, the Rams, they've got their quarterback. Guess what? They're 3-5. and five. Green Bay, they've got a Hall of Fame quarterback. 3-6. and six. You play them this week. Got to beat them. Can't overlook those guys. Arizona, they've got their guys, three and six. Mm-hmm. You lost your QB1. You lost your guy, and you won four of the, those five games. Give me an A-plus for, for Mike McCarthy. Bring well. the plus back, man. I think, yeah, the job he has done has been phenomenal. <laughs> You're plus deep. Right now, right now that you have the, <laughs> the third best record in the NFC, mm-hmm. you are squarely in the hunt. And mm-hmm. when we come back here on Talking Cowboys, is it one seed or bust? For Dallas this season, we'll be we'll talk about it right after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable, and now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run eighty miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT and T five G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT and T five G, fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. This week! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper is on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. 
back to Talking Cowboys. Tis the season for Dallas Cowboys holiday youth camps presented by Invisalign. Registration for one day football and dance academy camps are now open. Don't miss your chance to send your athlete to camp at AT&T Stadium on December 20th and 21st. Register today at DallasCowboys.com slash academy. Use the code Xmas 25 to get $25 off. So XMAS 25, all caps. By the way, so use that code, get $25 off. See, we're saving you money. We are. We're saving you money on Talking Cowboys. You know what, what you, we're here if for. You take an X and rotate it 45 degrees, it's either direction, you get a plus back. Ooh, you plus D. You gave DQ a minus. <laughs> I, think I'd, I think that's more like, I guess 45 would still be. Is it still? It that? would still be an X. Is it 30 degrees? Yeah, it'd be like, like split in the middle. Like, what is that, 20, uh, 27? Three? I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Math wizard? It's been a while. Anybody, just, 22 and a half? This exchange about 30. Is it 41 degrees? Uh, okay, a couple things. Convicts up to. A couple things with uh, okay. breaking news in the league. Colts fire head coach Frank Reich after four plus seasons. Hi, He's Dan out. Quinn. Hide him. Uh, yeah, so let's lock down Dan Quinn. Hide him. The uh, safety for the New York Giants, Xavier McKinney, third year player out of Alabama. Really good safety. Uh, went on an ATV trip in Cabo and hurt his hand. He is going to be captain. out for a, quote, couple of weeks. A team captain. Yeah. So a couple guys around the league to hit. He watched too much DMX video of Rough Riders. Mm-hmm. Getting through there. Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Glad you're with us. Final segment here of Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. Playoff picture right now for the NFC. Philadelphia. The one seed. Minnesota, the two seed. Seattle would be the three seed. The Seahawks doing some work at six and three. Tampa Bay is the four seed as they are leading the AFC or the NFC South, rather. And then five, six, seven, Dallas, New York, San Francisco. Mm. Those are the three. So right now you would play Tampa Bay on the road in your first playoff game. That's what that would look like. Uh, so. Is it one seed or bust for the Cowboys? Because Philadelphia is two games ahead right now. If you have a chance to win the division, you may have to be the number one seed in the NFC. Because you play Minnesota in a couple weeks. You would have to beat them to even be in the conversation. Philadelphia's already beaten Minnesota. That's Minnesota's only loss this season. So if you win the division, are you winning the NFC at the same time? I mean, are you the one seed in the NFC if you win the division? If you don't, then you're the five seed? I don't think you have to win a division to – oh, the conference, I should say. I don't think you have to win the conference and get the number one seed in order for the Cowboys to make a potential playoff run. I just – obviously – So you ignore the question completely <laughs> and just go straight to playoffs. You're going to make it Ask regardless. It what? Ask it again. So I'm asking, is it one or the other – are you either the one seed or the five seed because of how good Philadelphia oh. has been so far? I think Philadelphia stumbles. Okay. Oh, there you I, go. I said this a couple weeks ago. Oh, they're, they're, they're going to stumble. They're not going seventeen and zero. They're not going sixteen and one. They're they're not going fourteen and two. I'll, I'll give the, I'll give. Does Dallas beat Philadelphia next time they face each other? Absolutely. <laughs> That's what you want to get. I to agree right too. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree and too. handily. Oh. And we'll get to that Christmas Eve. Oh. Um, so I think Philadelphia is going to stumble, and it's inevitable. And okay. when they stumble, then the top seed is up for grabs. And, you know, at the same time, so is the top of the NFC East, right? Because Philadelphia um, is only two games up. Two games up right now. Right. And a, a win over you at the same time. Yeah, Fair enough. I so you get one of those back. Yeah, you're going to get one of those back on Christmas Eve. The Giants are going to Giant. They're doing it right now. Right in front of us, ATV <laughs> <Xavier> rides. <laughs> right, ATV rides. And the commanders, you know, so close, right? You like that, right? Mm. <laughs> Let Kirk Cousins finish you off when you had that. You had that. So, yeah, the division is still well in hand. And, you know, yeah, Philly stumbles. What do you think? You have a chance. You definitely have a chance. But, obviously, you got to take care of two really good teams, Philadelphia and Minnesota. So, yeah. Um, I And a desperate Green Bay team. <laughs> Yeah, the they're desperate. They're desperate. They're Minnesota very desperate. But they, unfortunately, desperation doesn't get you victories. So, you know, they don't have the weapons to compete with Dallas. Just, just keep it 100. NFC sure. is so wide open. It's it really is. We, we talk about, again, hashtag keep the energy. We talked about how legit the Minnesota Vikings are. And guess what? They almost gave up the, gave up the <coughs> goose yesterday 
uh, in Washington. And yeah, they eked it out and don't don't ever apologize for a win. So I'm not saying Minnesota should apologize for that win. But yeah. what I'm saying is these teams that, you know, everyone is saying is super contenders and things like that, eh, you, you almost got dropped by the Washington yeah. Commanders. So, you know, that, that game in Minnesota, a place where the Cowboys have played well at, on, at several times, looks a good bit easier. Green Bay is in shambles right now. Yeah, All are. you got to do is go finish them off. Right. And wait, for, keep doing what you need to do and wait for the inevitability of Philadelphia stumbling. It's going to happen. So Philadelphia schedule, Washington, Indy, Green Bay, Tennessee. Those are their next four games. Pretty, pretty easy games. And then <clears> final like Green Bay wins. final five games, New York, Chicago, Dallas, New Orleans, New York. So they play the Giants twice. They play Dallas, of course, on Christmas Eve. And don't shake your head at the Titans. Yeah. They challenged the Chiefs last night, so got got all the way up there, put them into overtime. So I'm telling you, Cowboys got to play the Titans right, too, though. That's right, but he primetime game. I'm too. saying don't don't lump the Titans in with those bottom of the barrel NFL teams. Beat Minnesota, beat Philly. No, that's beat, all they need. Beat Green Bay, beat Minnesota, <laughs> beat Philly. Unless you are you suiting up for Green Bay this week? That's the only chance they got this week. They don't have anybody. Hmm. I'm, we'll, we'll get into the predict. The well, yeah, we'll the talk matchup. plenty about that matchup. Yeah. We're going to talk about that matchup. You know they're going to be up to play because it's Mike McCarthy and there's a couple guys that are still hanging around doesn't from the McCarthy how era. Excited you are, McCarthy, Kyle. Rob mm. Davis. Doesn't and, matter. You talk about it all the time. I know, Confidence I know, and desperation are different. two different scary different. monsters. This is different. It's Dallas different. is going to be very motivated. Yeah. When you're playing when you love your coach, your A plus coach, mm. and you're um coming off of a bye, you're well rested, you're feeling good, and you know how much this means to him, trust me. And it, it also helps that Feels, Green Bay yeah, no. you're gonna be out Green there. Bay, they don't trust each other. Yeah. Those players don't agree. Evan Rogers doesn't trust his receivers or his offensive. His line. receivers don't know what he's doing. Right. And they're tired of hearing him throw shade while he throws interceptions, and the defense is just sitting there like, y'all can't get it together, and we're tired. And they're all looking at the head coach, and he's like, man, y'all going to get me fired. So go get OBJ. I like it. <laughs> here we go. We got a whole week to break it all down for you. Tomorrow here on Talking Cowboys, we're going to give you the chance to give us some calls, 888-855-2297. We're going to talk to Cowboys Nation, hear your pulse on what everything is happening around the country. But that does it for us today. For Chris Beam, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long for Talking Cowboys. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about-